a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. It is the weather, of course, Utah County and parts of uh, southern Utah, Salt Lake County, are dealing with uh, another blast of winter driving this morning. We have various reports of four inches or more in some neighborhoods, ranging from Cedar Hills to Saratoga Springs. Hey, it's on News Radio's Adam Small is near the Utah County, Salt Lake County line, checking out the drive. Adam? Hey, right, Tim. I just made my way down here to uh, Redwood Road. Made it to about 144th South. And I can tell you, as soon as you hit about 90th South, that's where you see more snowflakes starting to fall. But then as you really get down into Bluffdale towards the Utah County line, snow is sticking to the roads, making for an already slick drive. Some city streets still already in bad shape before this. I mean, there were some serious chunks of ice on the roads when I left West Jordan that were making me skid all over the place, even going just, you know, 5, 10 miles an hour. So it's definitely sticking the further down you go, uh, making for another slick morning commute. We'll be keeping you updated with the latest on the roads. Remember, if you're coming in and out of Utah County, definitely slow down. Take some extra time because it's slick, and this is already on top of uh, the huge snowstorm that we already got. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. All right, let's find out how bad those traffic slowdowns are with Andy Farnsworth back in the traffic center. The further south you go into Utah County, the worse it seems the road conditions get. The snow stopped, but uh, in some spots you're still driving on packed kind of frozen snow slush. Uh, You've got uh, issues uh, at their worst between 2100 North Lehigh, just trying to get up to SR92 and then up the hill. As it always gets, whenever we get road conditions like this, that becomes a difficult stretch. A lot of people are using Redwood Road, which means that's not moving too well. But uh, this is one where uh, city streets and freeways both kind of have an equally icy commute to deal with. Uh, So it could take an hour to get from Provo just to the Salt Lake Valley right now. Uh, Tim and Amanda? All right, we'll check back in a minute. Avalanche danger is a big concern this weekend as people try and enjoy all the new powder. KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff continues our team coverage. Craig Gordon tells KSL TV because of all the snow we've gotten in the last couple of days, if we're heading into the hills, we need to be prepared. If we're headed out for a trail run or a dog walk with more snow coming in, we definitely want to be armed with the latest avalanche forecast for the zone that we plan to recreate in. Right now, the Utah Avalanche Center lists the slide danger for all of the canyons and mountains in Utah as considerable. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. Utah Ski Resort's gearing up for another massive weekend thanks to the big storm this week. Snowbird Communications Manager Sarah Sherman says her number one tip is to know before you go. So if you're driving up by yourself or carpooling with someone, you want to make sure you have tires for the day. If it's snowing, know that the traction law is in effect and that you have good tires to drive in the snow. That's probably one of the most important things to know before coming up here. Sherman tells KSL at night for people who don't have good tires on their car, the bus system is a great option. KSL's top national stories this hour. Ukraine marked the first anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion overnight. President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke to Ukrainians in a video address, calling February 24th, 2022, the longest day of our lives. We stood Ukraine. 
All glory to Ukraine, he also said. Zelensky told the people of his country he pledges to push for victory this year. He then attended a remembrance ceremony in Kiev's Maiden Square, addressing troops and honoring fallen soldiers. We also found out just a short time ago, and the president had alluded to this, that the U.S. is out with a new round of Russian sanctions. It's a coordination with G7 allies one year after Russia started the invasion of Ukraine. The Treasury Department says the economic sanctions hold back President Putin's ability to get cash, materials and technology that sustain the war against Ukraine. They target more than 200 people and groups from different countries with ties to Russia. First look traffic now takes us back over to you, Andy. Amanda, Utah County, we've been talking about it all morning. Could take you an hour to get from Provo into the Salt Lake Valley. Icy going up the hill and visibility is dropping in Bluffdale now as the snow increases on the freeway working towards the Bluffdale and Draper exits. And then a rollover crash on Mountain View Corridor has been really messing up the drive northbound in West Jordan. And, and now it's snowing to boot right there in that same crash area. So... It just goes from bad to worse. No rest for the weary, Andy. We'll check back in in a few minutes. The NTSB has released its findings on the toxic train derailment in Ohio. Their findings show an alarm alerted the crew about an overheating axle. Eleven of the train cars carrying hazardous materials were derailed after additional brakes were applied to stop the train following that alarm sounding. Five were carrying more than 115,000 gallons of vinyl chloride, which is an explosive. The investigation is still underway. A former San Diego State football player has been arrested. ABC's Alex Stone has details. 20-year-old Nolan Iwaliko and two other former San Diego State University football players were not charged in the alleged rape case, but Iwaliko has been arrested for evidence it was found while search warrants were executed in that rape case. Investigators say they found child pornography and digital data that they had seized. An arrest warrant was obtained. Iwaliko turned himself into police and has been booked into the San Diego County Jail. Alex Stone, EBC News. The University of Utah holding a campus safety conference today, just two weeks after a listening tour to hear students' concerns. This conference happens today at the Eccles Alumni House. The event includes a keynote address from Dr. Jill McCluskey and day-long breakout sessions on topics such as the work of the university's behavioral intervention teams, a year of bomb threats at the U, and prevention of cyber attacks. The conference will feature University of Utah Department of Public Safety leaders from across the state and will run from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. today. Mark Jack. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.